Hey guys, welcome to the Indie Game Development Podcast. Here we tackle the challenges of indie game development head-on from the technical to the emotional and talk about the secrets to conquering self-doubt on your journey to crafting games that people will love. Subscribe so you never miss another episode and if you haven't already, please give us a rating and review so that this podcast gets shared with more people. We'd really, really appreciate it. Ready? Let's go. Hey guys, welcome. Today I want to talk about why motivation is not what you need to get your stuff done, okay? A lot of game developers want to know how to get more motivation. It's one of the highest searched terms in YouTube if you type in game dev. And I have a very different take on this than a lot of people. This is not a how to stay motivated episode. Instead, I want to prove to you why motivation is not what you need to get your game finished. What you actually need is probably not what you think, okay? So if you've been here before, you've heard me say again and again that video game development is an art, and I feel very strongly about this. And as in any art form, you're going to hear a lot of talk about motivation, how to stay motivated, how to get those creative juices flowing, how to overcome writer's block, how to overcome art block, which I googled, apparently that is a thing. But this becomes a very big problem when we're trying to turn our art into a viable business, right? And by the way, I'm not in any way, shape, or form saying that motivation is bad. Motivation is very helpful. You will work the most efficiently you've ever worked when you are motivated. But you aren't just making games for the fun and the joy of it. You are doing it for those things, but you're also doing it in hopes of making some money, I assume. This isn't just an art, this is a business. And if you want the freedom to be able to create games for the rest of your life, then you're going to need to bring in enough money to sustain that. And when you rely on something as fickle as motivation for you to get your work done, things can get very stressful. And the very simple reason for this is because motivation is not completely within your control. Yes, there are definitely things you can do to help keep yourself motivated. You can listen to things, you can watch things, but despite that, there are days where you know you should be on your computer working on your game and you just don't fucking feel like it. It feels like the worst thing you could possibly think of and you'd rather do anything else. There doesn't even have to be a trigger or an event that sparks that. You can just wake up and feel a little bit unmotivated. We are human beings. Our lives, our moods, our energy levels, our motivation to pursue our goals, it all changes day to day. This is very, very normal and it differs for every single person. But I gotta tell you, it would be so easy to come in at this point and talk about discipline I've talked about that before, and you do need discipline to be successful in this industry. But when you think about the word discipline, what does that mean to you? Because to me, it means powering through and doing the things that I don't want to do, or just plain not doing the things I really want to do, or at least that's what it used to mean to me. If you know a smoker who really badly wants to quit, but they've tried and tried and just can't seem to do it, Especially if you're a non-smoker, it's really easy to think, why don't you just not pick up the cigarette, right? If you don't want to pick up a cigarette and smoke it, then don't pick up a cigarette and smoke it. This obviously is not the full picture, though, because that smoker has tried and failed to quit multiple times now. So obviously, it's not just that easy. So you're probably like, Brandon, what the fuck does this have to do with motivation and game development? Okay, we're getting there. The reality is that discipline in the context of if you want to do something, just do it. It's going to make you feel like crap and it doesn't always work like that. And this is because of neural pathways in your brain. 
whenever you take an action, you are either creating a new neural pathway, if it's a new thing that you've never done, or you're following a pre-existing neural pathway. And when you do something enough times, like driving to work, that neural pathway becomes so entrenched in your brain that you no longer need to consciously think about it. You can just drive to work and not even remember the drive afterwards. Happens all the time, right? I'm sure you have a thousand examples. That's because your subconscious mind can handle that task of driving, freeing up your conscious mind to think about other more important things like what you're going to do at work that day or or what you're going to do when you get home or whatever, right? Now, back to our smoker example, let's say whenever they take a break at work, they have a smoke and on the drive home and after they finish dinner and first thing the next morning with a coffee. There are triggers or events sprinkled throughout the smoker's day where there are deep neural pathways which makes them desperately want to smoke. You may have an easy time not smoking because you're not a smoker, but that smoker has triggers. Break time at work, they have a smoke. They get in their car, they have a smoke. They finish dinner, they have a smoke. In fact, their brains will get flooded with dopamine, the feel-good hormone, before they have a smoke, which means that their brains are literally anticipating the smoke even before they have it, rewarding them with the thought of just wanting one. So what does this mean? It means simply buckling down and being disciplined, or just don't have a smoke in this scenario, is very, very unlikely to work. They have triggers all over their normal daily life that will make them desperately crave one, doesn't mean they can't quit cold turkey, but it makes it unlikely, just in terms of statistics. They might even have a deep, deep motivation to quit. They may have had a like health scare or have been told that they're going to die if they can't quit. And yet, some people in that situation still find that they cannot do it, they can't quit. Motivation is not their problem. Now, this is obviously an extreme example, and it's enhanced with smoking because there are addictive substances involved, so that complicates it. But when you look at things from this angle, it's really easy to see that motivation is not the answer. They don't want to die. They don't want to get sick. They told you they want to quit smoking. They have plenty of motivation. So why are they having so much trouble quitting? Well, a big part of the reason is because of habits and because of the neural pathways that their brain desperately wants to follow. Your brain is a really, really highly evolved tool that is always looking for ways to automate certain tasks. When you've done something enough times, as we said, it becomes a habit, meaning your subconscious mind handles the task more than your conscious mind does. And that is really, really hard to fight against. So motivation is not what you need. Good habits, habits that will help you in achieving your goals to finishing your game, those are what you need. So maybe we've been asking ourselves the wrong questions. Maybe it's not how do I stay motivated to finish my game? Maybe it's how can I establish good game dev habits so that I definitely finish my game? When you step back and realize, okay, starting a new project is always a lot of fun. Always, always, always. There's nothing but opportunity and things haven't gotten messy or bloated yet. And so you enjoy starting new projects. Then it's easy to see why it's really difficult to push through and keep working on your game. Creating new mechanic after new mechanic is way more fun than worrying about the things that you need to worry about with a commercial game like organization and constant tweaking of the same mechanics over and over. Finding motivation for new projects is so easy in comparison. So if you've been struggling to work on your game, it is not because you are lazy. 
It's not because you just need to find a way to motivate yourself, but you likely don't have any good neural pathways or habits established yet to help you work on your game even when you don't really feel like working on it. What I've come to learn slowly but surely over the years is that a disciplined person is not a superhuman, you know, person with this massive willpower who who can resist all temptations and do all the things that they know that they need to despite not wanting to. A disciplined person is instead someone who has done a little bit of work to optimize their day, their environment, or their life to achieve the things that they want to achieve. They optimize things so that making good choices is really easy to do. Another example, if you want to eat less junk food and eat more healthy food, then hide the jar of candies you keep on your kitchen island and replace it with a fruit bowl instead. If you want to watch less TV in bed, then keep the remote in your living room instead of on your nightstand. If you want to work on your game every single day, what can you do to make it easy? Or what can you do to make distractions difficult? What can you do to reward yourself for doing it? How can you make it easy and fun? The huge difference between this and motivation is that optimizing your environment is 100% within your control. Your motivation level is not. Sometimes you just aren't going to want to work on your game. That's okay. But if you have a goal of working on your game every day, the question we want to ask ourselves is how can we make it easy? Maybe you have a little candy jar on your desk, and if you sit down to work on your game for just five minutes, then you allow yourself a piece of candy. That's just an example, right? And that might not be the best idea for you. But if you do that, what are you doing? You're training your brain to expect a reward for doing the thing that you don't feel like doing. And if you do that consistently, your brain will start to expect it. Now you have a neural pathway associating working on your game with candy, which might just make it a little less difficult for you over the long run. Obviously, if you're not wanting junk food every time you want to work, then come up with something else, right? This is just an example. But if your goal is to work on your game every day, then your goal should be to establish a habit of working on your game every single day. And this can extend into all sorts of little habits to make you more efficient. For example, I used to work upstairs at the dining room table when I was working on my game. There was more light up there than in my basement office, and it was just right next to the kitchen, so the coffee was right there. And yet, I had a really tough time getting into the zone and getting things done. And because we were upstairs, there were just always interruptions and distractions. It's right beside the living room where we watch TV at night. And it was just a very distracting environment for me. I now work in my downstairs office and I use this space only for work purposes 99% of the time. Why is that important? Your brain, those neural pathways we've been talking about, they have triggers and your environment can be a part of those triggers. So if you have an office where you only do work, your mind will associate you being in that room with getting work done. If you're working in bed or in the kitchen or whatever, you have all sorts of other triggers firing throughout the day that will distract you from your goals. Now, everyone's life situation is different. You might not have an office. You might not have a dedicated workspace that you can just work in. That might not be an option for you. But the point is to try to control your environment as much as possible and to establish little routines around your habit. If you have to work in your bedroom, there's probably something that you can do to put yourself in the headspace of, okay, now it's work time. Because you might usually sleep in that room every single day, but there might be some sort of little routine. I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's push-ups. It doesn't matter what it is. If it's consistent, if you do it every single, single time, 
before you work on your game, it you will start to associate that activity with work. And now your brain will go into work mode. I hope that makes sense. And I hope I've helped you see that motivation is not your problem. Willpower is not your problem. You just might need to establish some habits that are in alignment with your goals and your vision of where you want to go. Making games is hard. I say that all the time in like every other episode. You've got enough to worry about. You don't need to be fighting your subconscious mind every step of the way because that's just going to be exhausting and you're going to drain your precious mental energy on resisting your game instead of actually implementing cool stuff into your game. So if you're looking to improve your own daily habits, Atomic Habits is a great book that I would recommend to you to get started if you're interested in learning more about this topic. That's all I've got. If you love this episode and you haven't already left a rating and review, please consider doing that now. It really helps this podcast grow and reach more awesome people like yourself. Thanks so much. Bye.